The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. I'm your host this week, Joe Costanzo, and I'm joined, as ever, by the man, the myth, the legend, Samuel Lewis. Oh, I was worried that wasn't going to be me for a second. Hi, Joe. It's fucking, that's AIDS. There's no way that he's then. I want a good I'm intro. Also, we're, also, uh, we're also joined by the young and hungry Stan Wilson. Hello, Joe. For his fourth time. Uh, I don't know when we'll stop saying it's your nth time but you could have done it just then it's it's your fourth it's your fourth you know yeah uh and also matt's here oh hi joe (laughs) (laughs) that's a fucking trash intro by the way we've we've got you re-record that shit you you balls it joe you fumbled fumbled it i think we'll move on so anyway um there's there's some there's some real there's actually quite a lot to talk about this week for once considering it's the off season and there's no sports well kind of sports as we mentioned last week bundesliga um there is Das Bundesliga, but let's talk about things in the UK for a bit, as uh, we've been neglecting that for a few weeks. But Baffa came up with a, a quite a controversial recent decision after uh, announcing that the season has been cancelled due to obviously the global pandemic that's going on. Uh, it got moved from the end of May to indefinitely now until or until they can figure out things as they go along but uh, some clubs are still asking for the complete subs to uh, stay alive financially Mm. and players are expected to pay the yearly insurance which is based on the 12 months of training and games not however many games they might be able to squeeze in so I guess my question for you guys uh, well to questions is should uh, Baffer offer some sort of full or partial refund to the players of the game That'd be my first thing. Um, but they are they are doing a fifty percent refund. Yeah, partial's oh, fine. Partial's fine because you still need to use the insurance for your training sessions. And of course, if the pandemic does go away at some point this year, there is an option for clubs to undertake in friendly games at some point. Mm. In which case, yeah. the insurance would still stand. And it hasn't been the most clear what they're using it for, but they are using a certain amount of those subs just for the continuation of Bafa, and that is needed if we want a season next yeah. year we are going to need some sort of funding for the exactly, for Bath yeah. to stand. But the issue is, I think a lot of people have, is that there's not a whole lot of clarity on what exactly that money is being spent yeah. on. I think that's where a lot of the negative feedbacks come from. It seems a bit shady. Yeah, I think am- yeah, among the playing community, like the players more than anyone are going to be concerned about where their funds are going, especially the ones a bit more strapped for cash because it's, it's, not, a, it's not a small amount of money that they're asking mm. you for. And to have 50% of that go away in a season where you're not playing any actual games, I can understand some people's um, questioning of the actions. However, you've also got to consider, yeah, the insurance is still being used and clubs, club training will resume at some point this year, hopefully. Yeah, but if, if the... So even if they give you... Was it 50 or 15? 50, 5 zero. Five zero. So if, if they give you a 50% refund, are they expecting... The, I guess at that point... If conditions do improve, are BAF are going to organise a re- either a revised schedule or potentially have um, no like just a, f- a friendly? Well, they, yeah, they, but are they going to they gonna reimburse? To arrange their own friendlies and the yeah. but it means the insurance would still cover those clubs and the players when those friendlies are taking place. 
So they get 50% of the insurance, but are they going to get 50% of the games in whether or not they're friendly? Not necessarily, but, the, but, it also, but, it, but that insurance also covers game um, trainings and what has already happened from before Christmas. So the insurance has already been used somewhat already. So I'm not saying that there should be a 100% refund. It's just people would like a bit of clarity on where the money is being spent. Yeah, I think that thing yeah, is the main the, issue, yeah. isn't it? Like, people, I think, understand with the current situation and, and you know, 50% seems like a pretty fair sort yeah, of middle of ground, but I think, like you said, Slew, it's not knowing where the other 50% is going. We all know from our own personal experiences how expensive American football can be to participate in in this country, especially with sort of the lack of funding and stuff around it. It is most times up to the players to shell out a hell of a lot to be able to participate. So, as you said, Stan, 50% is not a, you know, it is a pretty big sum that is disappearing into nothingness because we're not really sure where it's going. Well, yeah, well, that 50% as well is, sorry, Stan, is, is for the BAFA membership fees. There's also the individual's club's membership, which I suppose it's going to be up to the clubs how much they're willing to reimburse. Mm. And some clubs that are struggling financially may not be reimbursing quite as much as some other ones will be so that'll be interesting to see going forward but the membership to BAFA that includes things like referees which obviously mm. aren't going to be a thing um, even with friendlies they're likely not going to have any referees or, or staffing for those games so you know I know obviously taking the best out of the situation and organising friendlies would be great but what is your BAFA membership fees really going towards well, part of yeah, it goes yeah, towards okay. the CEO and building partnerships for Bath in the future. Like, if you want it to grow, you have to fund it. It can't continue to expand. If people want American football to be a big deal in this country, it's going to cost people for that to be a thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a weird one, isn't it? I mean, yeah. there's no real right answer to it. It's one of those. It's it's no. it's kind of um, a bit salty on on either side. Whether whether you look at it, I obviously like you said people understand the situation that we're in right now and they're not going to blame clubs for needing some way to, to stay afloat and Baffer for needing some way to expo- uh, stay afloat and keep keep the game growing in England but yeah we're just I, I, I mean I did see one interview uh, UK AFL did with Pete um, Pete Ackerley yeah the head of Baffer top dog and yeah, he didn't really go that much into the exactly where the breakdown of it, but he did say that they would be releasing a um, finance sort of statement. Yeah, but they always the... release a finance statement. All it says is what the overall expenditure and what the income is. They don't have to yeah, break it I'm down. Saying, I'm saying, I'm saying that 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 overall expenditure will obviously be a bit more pertinent this year when people are expected to pay fees towards games that they aren't going to be staffed and they aren't going to be competitive. Uh, yeah. yeah, competitive at all. They're going to have to go into way more detail this year as well, I think, because people are going to people are going to be interested in where their money's going. And you can see from what's happened over social media over like the last week or so since it's been announced, people are angry. People want to know where their money's going, and um, I'm not sure the amount of anger is is justified because of the fact that it would be ridiculous for the fact that to buffer to continue the season going on during this pandemic, and they mm. they physically can't because of government laws anyway. So. No, I completely agree. They were they were completely in the right yeah. to cancel the season at this point. Seeing as though there is an end game, you co- because there's so much overlap between university football and adult ball anyway, you can't have them both running simultaneously. Mm. Be no players. And just for the safety of people, it what it was the right decision to cancel it at this moment. Again, it's like we said, is people aren't sure where the funds have been spent, but 
they can't do a full refund because I imagine a, a large proportion of the fees that they've already collected have already yeah. been spent. So you can't. The question is, where do you draw a line? Do you ask money back from everyone else, and that just burns bridges, mm. doesn't it? In a sport really? that you're trying to develop into this in this country as well, like it's it's. I think it's always a little bit touchy with American football when it comes to the finance side in the UK because it is so sort of in that it's so expensive, it's expensive. and there's not that much outside help to grow it it's you know clubs having to furiously fundraise themselves and like we said before players having to dip in heavily as well so there's always a lot of tension about around finances in american football in the uk and i think this obviously the decision the bathroom had to make has again put the spotlight into that sort of corner of it but i mean it been it did like slew and slew and stan you both are actually playing american football out of all four of us here well you were um (laughs) Like, um, what, what have you spoken to your like teammates and stuff about it? Like, what's the general sort of vibe from players about the decision? Um, players are annoyed, um, yeah, frustrated. Yeah, definitely. And but uh, the, yeah, the coaches have just been saying to us, look, there's no point going out onto social media and taking your anger out on um, Pete Ackley and the Buffer Committee because that's not going to mm-hmm. achieve anything. And just to really just keep your keep your public image basically, and don't don't go out and. Because the the pressure the pressure on Baffer on social media and stuff at the moment I think is pretty much unjustified because mm. they had to cancel the season and there, there was no way this season was going to go ahead even with a revised schedule. Like yeah, it's, the, it's it's the same for any team sport. Exactly. Like, the exactly. only thing they're really bringing back in the UK at the moment is things like golf and tennis. And no one even cares uh, about that. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it's weird. Obviously. I mean, I I would say you never really know if if they might be able to get some sort of competitive games in near near yeah. the end of the season if they if they kind of reverse that. So Honestly, I don't say, think yeah. it's worth it. No, it doesn't really achieve a lot. I think the best situation is letting clubs arrange their own friendly so they can test themselves. Agreed. It's not worth 100%. having a couple of matches that then affects bit, the divisions and stuff next year. I just yeah, don't think that's a fair. That's way what of doing I mean. It. Like for for the teams that might have had a chance to move up into into the top uh, the upper divisions this year mm. aren't going to have that opportunity now and that with that if they get a year later you know people are going to potentially stop playing and all those different aspects start to to come in and it's the same as when we were talking about if the nfl season was cancelled and people get a year older you know um yeah healthier it's, it's though as well they... i think the people that it will affect most are rookies that have yeah. paid their subs because they're yeah, going to be like, they, well, they I've just potentially paid. won't come back. That's what I mean. It's hard enough to get new people to come and play American football, as we all know. So for it to disappear, then not because I don't know. We didn't even get a friendly game sorted this year. No preseason or anything. We just had a few training sessions at the point that it was cancelled. So I know there will be some rookies that are frustrated. A lot of the ones that I've spoken to are were all in anyway, so it probably will come back. But for every that's club, not going to yeah. be. A, the case for a lot of rookies at a lot of different clubs yeah it'll be really really tough it's all down on the coaches really just to keep keep the passion going for the sport and just keep them interested because yeah we were just fresh out of training camp we were raring to go for the season and then the news comes in that um, of course the season's cancelled and I just hope that um, everyone on the team like decide to stick through it and let their let their love for the sport prevail and um, keep them into next season yeah, so how, how many weeks did you did you have training Stan? Um, we we train all year round pretty much we have like two weeks off for Christmas and mm. we do non-contact work over the summer but apart from that we train all year round pretty much oh, that's 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 alright then I guess in a sense because you're like you said the insurance is already kind of being used yeah, yeah we started a couple of weeks because again we're adults so there's some overlap with 
the university. Oh, we're so adults. We... <laughs> yes, well, stands a challenge. So, so we've, got some, we've got some adults on our yeah, team. Fuck you, Stan. Okay, yeah. Stan is the only people who've got beards and stuff. Prick. It's so, true. Yeah, there's nine of them. <laughs> well, with the numbers advantage, you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> no, well, let's organise a friendly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we started a few weeks before Christmas, so we did get a few, a good few months in, but yeah. it's nowhere near the amount of time we want to be playing, and we didn't get really any competitive. Yeah, to restart the season now, you'd need at least like six to eight weeks really to get prepared after this mm. layoff as well. It's effectively an off season that everyone's That's had. What I did see is that a bunch of head coaches from around Britball um, penned a letter to Baffer. I don't know if either of you guys said it about some changes okay. they wanted for membership fees going forwards. No. Basically, f- first of all, they want the existing memberships that have already been paid this year, as well as the refund. They want that to extend okay. through to the first of April next year, so it would cover all the pre-season trainings. So, play, at least um, rookies especially forward. that have paid yeah. for pre-season. Wouldn't wouldn't have to wouldn't yeah, have to sense. wouldn't have to pay it again next year. Obviously, they would have to extend it should they want to go into the season and play some games. But also, they want a breakup of what the fees are. So at the moment, it's a fifty um, fifty pound flat fee that covers preseason and the games. So they want they want especially for rookies or people returning to the sport after a few years out. Is you pay ten pounds to cover insurance between the beginning of the season and the thirty first of March. And then you pay a forty pound fee to expand it to a full membership, and that allows you to play the games. Is that how much an adult membership is? Because we fifty quid. Um, yeah, under nineteen, it's it's only like a ten or fifteen quid or something. Yeah, fifty quid for. Wow. Yes, yeah, everything sucks like it when you become an adult, mate. Do, yeah, man. no, if you it think does that's seem like that. that. One of the things that gets expensive in adulthood, you should try rent and shit. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you know rent's a thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. Um, yeah, but I guess to conclude on on that point, we we want we really want to hear everyone else's opinion on this. Um, so, if you well, before got we move opinion... on, what did, what did you think of the the that head coach? The ones yeah, that I mean, I, I think it's amount. it's not a bad idea. To be fair, like I think anything that makes our chances of retaining the people that wanted to get involved this year and obviously couldn't because of the events and maybe helps us get more people interested with that so it's not 50 quid straight away you get to almost have a little trial period i think anything like that for a growing sport is the right sort of moves to get to increase the participation especially with you know what's happened recently as well yeah and on that front as well i did see i don't know how serious the talks are but there were some people trying to organize a like a british american football players association that would go into talks with Baffer. I mean, there's yeah. been mumblings about this for years, and nothing's ever really come about it. That but needs to happen. That I think happen. I think it's difficult because at the end of the day, it is still technically an amateur sport here. Like, I mean, not even technically, it is an amateur sport. Then none, none of these people are being paid to do it. So to to have a union um, and a players association, it would it would require it to be at least to a like a more semi professional. Slash yeah, but it's also it's also safety and stuff like that, right? Like American football is a game that you know, if you compare yeah. it to like basketball or tennis and golf, which we joked about earlier, like you are way more likely to get injured obviously playing American football than a lot of other sports. So I think having a body that can represent players and make sure that yes, the financial side, but also the safety side is properly managed, isn't going to be a bad thing. In, you know, regardless of if we're all getting paid. Yeah loads to play or we're just forking out our own money to, for the privilege of playing like you still need to take safety you know, seriously don't you 
Where's their leverage going to come from though? Because they're not get, they're not paid athletes. Like if you if if I say to um, Buffett, oh, I'm not going to play football anymore if you don't change this, they don't care. They've, I've got no leverage over them, and it also yeah. comes with the issue of where is that um, players um, associating funded from? Because the problem you have in rugby with yeah. the RPA is they can't do too much because their funding comes directly pretty much from the RFU. Yeah. So you can't bite the hand that feeds you essentially. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, but to kind of, like I was saying earlier, we want to hear everyone else's feedback on this. We don't want to just talk about it ourselves. Um, if you do have an opinion on it and, you know, um, if you're if you're a member, if you, you play in one of the Baffer leagues um, other than our residents, Stan and Sam, uh, we'd like to hear, hear about it. So drop us a DM at the Dropback on Instagram or email us on dropbackmedia at gmail.com. We're trying to organise some sort of interviews with a few potential Baffer staff uh, coaches and players too so if yourself or someone you know might be interested in that please get, give us a shout get Bell to speak to Joe um, over the phone yeah. real time yeah Joe's phone number Joe's exactly. phone number is going to flash I mean, on the we'll screen the man, Joe. Joe's number is beep <laughs> 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 And the other big news going across border to the States now is the NFL facilities opening. So Roger Goodell uh, said to teams last Friday, sent a note saying team facilities may reopen on Tuesday, the 19th of May, which is tomorrow at the time of this recording. We record on Mondays. Sorry, lads. Um, Don't. uh, Joe, just follow the illusion. I know. I know. We we don't broadcast live. I'm sorry. but Wait, we don't? (laughs) On the following conditions... So there are no more than 50% of the staff uh, with a maximum of 75 allowed in the facility at any one time. Uh, No coaches as of yet. They're expected to join as soon as possible. Only players undergoing rehabilitation or medical treatment are currently allowed into the facility. Um, And new uh, protocols will permit one infection officer or thereabouts, I can't really remember what what the actual official term was, to be there at all times uh, who's basically like a HR for the pandemic uh, so if you have any issues for the virus. you think you might be <laughs> sick you contact uh, the... virtually or through a phone to do you have an email for them officer. Joe uh, yeah it's Matt Burns dash peak <laughs> nothing and <laughs> no nice. so uh, so basically what we're saying is that the NFL facilities are open except as rehab no, centres yeah yeah and that's really also, unfair because every other team apart from the Chargers is going to be really affected by that I mean, the Chargers it won't matter because they're already <laughs> injured anyway <laughs> Well, that's on, on the note of the charges. The most important thing about this whole memo was staff can only return to the facilities if permitted by local regulations or governing state law. So obviously in America, there's 50 states. Uh, they all have different <laughs> governing bodies who have 52. a different response to this pandemic. So there, for instance, with teams uh, like the Arizona Cardinals and any of the Florida teams like the Jaguars or your boys dolphins what about uh, tampa? as well as texas did you forget, texas the, did you forget and... that the tampa bay is also in florida it's easy to I forget just said about them like, I, didn't, I didn't list out an express team by state list that's right you hit the main ones joe carry on exactly <laughs> uh, i got the more important ones we won't, won't worry about tampa for one week do you reckon he knew he must he knew it was coming that's why he went to tampa where the way it'll yeah. be allowed in florida yeah, definitely he's yeah, just he, playing he, on it he's, he's on a different patient plane zero <laughs> 
patient zero just coughing on Bill Belichick Classic in his sleep. Classic patriot. Uh, wait, why does it? Wait, why does he sleep with Bill Belichick? Don't yeah. worry about that. He kisses his son <laughs> on the mouth too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, with states like Arizona, Florida, Texas easing uh, restrictions on both businesses and sports uh, in the wake of the pandemic, now uh, I guess. My question to you guys is, what does it mean for states which have had more of a strict reaction to this whole thing, like LA, like New York, where they're obviously bigger... And more heavily affected. Yeah, it means they're at a competitive disadvantage. Like yeah, yeah so that's that's the other thing. Does it give an advantage? Yeah, 100%, because um, Alabama, they just uh, cancelled their game with the USC for... Um, for October or September or sometime, so like you can already tell it's having a massive impact on sports. They don't want it, lads. Exactly, they can't hack it. <laughs> they can't hack it because they're <laughs> legally not allowed to. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's weird. I thought just on note of like the whole scheduling thing. Uh, this has kind of been brought up quite raised to my attention quite recently is that some of the scheduling is, for instance, the Chargers and the Cardinals don't share any time where they're either like they're both playing at home and it's also the same case for the Rams and the Raiders for Las Vegas so maybe the NFL is actually kind of positioning themselves in a way where teams in LA specifically LA is like the the hot spot for it at mm. the moment because their their governing laws is quite strict compared to the other states um, but teams like LA uh, the the Chargers are going to play in, at the Cardinal Stadium and the Rams are going to play with the Raiders uh, do, do you think that's going to happen what like I mean, it could I do the LA teams are going to need to play elsewhere if the governor keeps the, keeps up their stance mm. on this yeah but I mean it, it might mean that we do get audiences even in some of these states now as well because I don't think we will I think that's I mean well, I mean Trump made it they will Trump you forget reckon, Florida is a thing. Yeah, Trump reckons that um, the um, Alabama LSU game is still going to be like a sellout event, pretty much. Probably will. <laughs> the thing is, from the NFL point of view, surely you've got to be against that. Yes, you get revenue, but the the chances of transmitting it to a steward who transmits it to someone else who transmits it to a player, it's just so much higher. Not even, not even for the public safety, just for the safety of keeping the league going. It doesn't make sense to open the stadiums up. It just increases the chances. Especially, you've already got so many people involved in NFL teams anyway. There there might be, um, for instance, I I saw a meme, actually, a nice juicy (laughs) meme on Instagram. (laughs) Is that where you get your news from? Oh, yeah, of course. Most of it, anyway. It's only the important stuff, the headlines, you know. Um, but so, on the 1918, obviously, the flu, the Spanish flu pandemic, uh, they still had college football. And what they were doing was basically the players were like partitioned in a way where they were certain meters apart, like not players, or the audience. So you'd be sitting in the stand. I was going to say, it must have been shit yeah, being in so the stand. So they only have one every like three rows able to sit on and they had to be like a certain distance apart each time so it's basically like a queue system for the whole stadium so Obviously, basically like a Chargers home game yeah yeah almost oh, <laughs> imagine that such low hanging fruit for everyone yeah. yeah that's a bit rude yeah I mean did, did you guys see the Bundesliga that was uh, games weird I saw the Dortmund game did you see the sub the sub yeah. the sub was, benches was where the, it's like in the two metres apart game and they just like they're... Yeah, do you imagine if they try to do that? At the end, in you the need NFL, the whole stadium just for that. Fucking... 
big huge each each 53 man roster with the two meter distance yeah, between them all yeah, you get your some nickel corner all the way up on yeah. Rosette he's got to run all the way down for a dime package <laughs> where's the kicker <laughs> it's weird carnage it would be carnage but but yeah I mean it might it might mean we, do, we, have, we get to wait a little bit longer until we have to see those disgusting new Rams jerseys it's the fact grown on me a little bit you know no, it's, it's the font. That's all it is. Well, it should... It's a you know, and it's the font on the front. On the back, it yeah. doesn't look as bad. It sort of just looks like a UK football shirt. It's still a bit shit. Did you see what? Um, I can't remember. Was it Dixon? Yeah, who just yeah absolutely it was raging about Dickerson, it, saying yeah. that made them look made them look yeah, soft. Yeah, a man's game. <laughs> Man, he wore goggles. Sport. Yeah. <laughs> all the better to see you with, Luke. Yeah, no. Yeah. Look, the um, the uh, numbers on the front look like they've been made on Word Art on um, Microsoft or something. Yeah, yeah. It's it is a bit bad. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit Comic Sans esque. Yeah. The yeah. helmets though, like they are the best. They're the best in the league now. Those helmets, they are fun. Uh, the helmets looked alright. Yeah, yeah. I, I like well, the, the colour. Whole... I do like that blue and yellow. I do think it's a good mix. Yeah, but that, that that's just their vintage kits again. Like their they vintage kits are good. It. It's they the same, same with the Eagles' vintage kits. They should have if just Eagle... kept the the, um, the vintage kits they've been using for the last few seasons, and like the one they wore on the Super Bowl. Like that was fine. That was a great mm. kit. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a good kit. To be fair, if, if the Dolphins went back to their vintage kit, like all Dolphins fans on social media constantly clamour for the vin- the throwback kit that we used like last season, the season before last, to just become the new home kit because it just looks so much better in every way. So I think there's quite a few teams that, that I mean, apart from the Packers, because they've managed to produce the ugliest throwback kit I've Another ever seen. Another one with the navy and yellow. Or the, or the Steelers Oh, it's one. disgusting. The Steelers bumblebee. Oh, the, the Steelers one's shy that... as well. But yeah, like there, there's a lot of nice throwback kits, which I think... The Niners one was nice. You know, I think the be... Bucks have got a really good yeah. alternate kit as well, with the all-red one. Oh, the Bucks, the Bucks unis this year, they're amazing. They're the, they're the best ones that have been released so far this year for me. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not been a good song. They all look the same anyway. Like, you've got a different bits of colour, but there's yeah. such... There's so only so much you can do with them with that when they're all sponsored by Nike. Like, they've got... Yeah, yeah they've got, exactly. They all follow the exact same... Like, yeah, the Rams have decided to put LA Rams there. Yeah. When does their look, contract end? Yeah, well, that's because the Rams stupid. When does Nike's contract know. end from? Hopefully that would be cool though to be fair like one of the I think one of the things that would make the league even more popular is if there was because obviously like American football clothing and apparel is also a big like yeah. important part of the culture and, and it has like a fashion side to it as well like, if there was more sort of diversity in the kits then I think popularity of it would grow sort of more more globally as well um, I mean it, it reminds me of the, the World Cup when you know, half the kits were sponsored by Adidas and half them sponsored by Nike and you end up having kits that basically looked exactly yeah, the same. You think it would, it would give more competition though if you had competing brands trying to make unique uniforms. The issue is with that though is because they're franchises rather than individual teams. It Nike have a deal yeah. with the overall NFL rather than with individual teams. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the issue. But yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is that that uh, Nigeria jersey was the most different, and everyone fucking loved it. Was, it. Yeah, that that was. Like, like, I, I see. I see loads of people that have never watched Nigerian football in their life wearing wrapping that kit down the high street, and it's yeah, like you. Like I'm just saying, you got to be. I don't. Ha- I don't. Do it. <laughs> so fuck you, Joe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just saying, if if you want to like grow a sport at a global scale, especially from like the apparel side of it you need a bit more diversity wake up NFL you get bored the other thing is though football kits fit better casually like with a pair of jeans or trackies 
American football tops they're quite chunky I do like not a good a, jersey though a nice cumbersome. oversized jersey can look good uh, it's like with a hoodie underneath slew you're not repping that in winter you like <laughs> let's, not, let's not trust slew to be the fashionista here yeah are you wearing a polo shirt wow yeah but you wear that pink hoodie every single time we record yeah make it make it so you can watch them all in a row you think it's all one day we'll we'll work hard (laughs) yeah we've been doing the same podcast (laughs) we're still recording day 33 um, going back to sort of the NFL facility thing that one other thing was announced as well which is that the the, so I don't know if you guys know this but there's a currently the off-season workout schedule has been taking place completely virtually and that's being extended to May 29th so we know at least players aren't going to be coming back until at least May 29th Zoom rookie camp yeah and then even at May 29th the likelihood is it'll be in small groups so it'll be like receivers and quarterbacks the secondary will be together D linemen yeah so yeah like we said we it said could be a while didn't we it's, it's, yeah. it's going to be shit for defences if they do yeah. that yeah, true. But I mean, also in that regard as well, I think American football could be fairly uniquely poised to be able to deal with that a bit better than maybe other sports because there are like huge differences between mm. positions, right? Like the O-lineman and the secondary do completely different things. And we all know from our time playing American football, you will have a large portion of practice where you go off with your position groups, right? Yeah, so as opposed to like maybe football, like normal normal football where... Is there's a little bit less sort of difference and you're less likely to have like all of the attacking players go off and all the defensive players go off I mean it does happen but it's not as you know it's not as in little groups it's in like whole big chunks so I think that there will be an issue in terms of you know fine-tuning the chemistry of all the units working together but I think actually the individual subunits being able to train by themselves isn't going to necessarily be too different than what yeah, they might that's normally what yeah. in practice anyway it's like you go off into your position groups you work on your drills you work on your technique and that's just what happens so yeah, yeah but then you but then you come exactly. back and you do kick off slew a couple times and you come back and yeah. obviously you're, yeah, you're, yeah, I spent about half my half my training picking off slew but um, <laughs> you played <laughs> running back <laughs> from the running yeah, back yeah exactly I think that's just got a completion mate <laughs> You'll fumble. Nah, anyway, uh, no, just on that note, though, you also spend a fair amount of your practice doing on air with the other members of the other positions of, of your team. And at least, like, I know from when me when I was playing, then I'd spend at least, like, th- a third of my practice with the, the rest of my my offense at the, at the time. So it'd be a bit weird not having that aspect I guess yeah true just like you said like you'd still need like the secondary versus the receivers and stuff like that on air and shit but the way I used to cover there there was always at least two bits between me and the receiver anyway so I didn't think that would be too Social much of a problem distancing its finest yeah and, the, and just like the exactly. Dolphins cover and will cover next year under their new man cover well, that scheme. might be the one thing they do really well yeah, social distancing. Exactly, I was going to yeah, say. Just side, they got like Byron Jones now as well. <laughs> Pick a different secondary to yeah. add. We put no, I just, fucking I just, loads into secondary. I just secondary. really like adding the Dolphins, to be honest. I, I think you're probably going to overspend on a bunch of... They often don't make sense. Again. Free agency's already happened. Yeah, I know. And you, all I'm saying is that there's every few years the Dolphins sign a bunch of people for loads of money and then they turn out to be kind of shit with the Dolphins somehow. I think it's just the Dolphins effect in general, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit like the Redskins. 
We ruin people's careers, but we look good doing it. Yeah. <laughs> All you do for those one game a year when you're wearing the throwback jerseys. Yeah. Two games a year. Talking about ruining, ruining careers, um, there was some some speculation as of late. Well, a- allegations, shall we say, <laughs> allegedly. once again. Allegedly. Alleged allegations. Uh, so, DeAndre Baker. Oh, well, this isn't. This part isn't allegation. We'll do the legal tightrope again. This, this part is not an allegation. This is just a fact. DeAndre Baker and Quinton Dunbar were released on a two hundred thousand dollar bond for eight counts of twenty five thousand per count of alleged uh, armed robbery and uh, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Um, and then this comes off the back of Ed Oliver recently being uh, arrested for alleged DWI and weapons charges. Um, Do you so I guess Baker my... and Dunbar first? Rather than trying to yeah, tackle so, all so in Baker one? and Dunbar, this is the alleged part, I guess. So the allegedly what happened, they were playing a game Bring of it. poker and allegedly. they lost a hand or, yeah, allegedly, as I said, they were playing a game of poker. And they rage uh, quit. Someone allegedly lost, <laughs> lost a hand and a rage quit appeared to have happened where... I can't. I believe it was allegedly DeAndre Baker who allegedly stood up <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> stop using the word allegedly. We get it, Joe. You're oh, not lying. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're only stop, quoting stop. news articles. <laughs> Why don't you just say according to news outlets? This yeah, is what happened. According, rather than every second word being <laughs> according to a few news outlets he's still nervous (laughs) stood stood up from the table with a weapon and pointed it at at the other members of the game told uh, Quentin Dunbar to grab everyone's jewellery and belongings and money he also told Dunbar to shoot one of them as well yeah yeah sorry sorry, Dunbar they said that that was a a different estate Dunbar told this other guy to go and shoot one of them allegedly Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Joe? The whole thing's allegedly. If you really want, just put allegedly over the screen at this point in big font. The yeah. drop back allegedly makes no, it that would require editing, us. and that's yeah. long. <laughs> but, yeah. nah. I mean, it was just it's just a weird story. In it, I remember I, I my older brother sent me the I think it was the BBC News article of it, where it was like. Um, they sped away with like 19 grand's worth of jewelry in Lamborghinis. But why? It just sort of sums it yeah. up. Like, why would you need if you're De- DeAndre Baker was a first round pick? Like, yeah, that, like, he's last set year, to make. He's like, he's set to make nine mil. Why do you need to rob? And um, Quinton yeah. Dunbar, I think, is going to make something along those lines as well. I don't yeah. understand why. And Ed Oliver's a fir- early first round pick. Why do you need to do it? Um, I, apparently, that's what I mean. did any of you guys watch the um, Pat McAfee thing he did on this? Yeah. He's saying yeah. that this apparently this was a, this was a second poker tournament they've been to, and that the last one they went to, they lost something like seventy k. So stop playing poker. No, it wasn't necessarily. No, no, it doesn't mean that they necessarily lost this one. He was speculating that it may be that they won this, and people around the table weren't willing to pay up, and so they got a bit desperate. Oh. I don't know. Oh really? This the oh, well, that's fair enough then. I'm not saying it's fair enough. The what... getaway cars. Well, I mean, you're only guaranteed nine mil, allegedly. But you're, well, you're not allegedly <laughs> but guaranteed. That's the not alleged. The thing that I struggle with my head around is the fact they've got three cars and they're positioned in the right direction as well. You, you rock up, you've got a Beamer, a Merc, and a Lambo all pointing away from the place, and then as soon as you commit the armed robbery, you're straight out the door. Like You clearly never played GTA online. <laughs> reversing, reverse parking's paid as well. Like I, I wouldn't do yes. that shit. 
Unless Not I knew I was going to rob someone, and there it is. It's the same with so if you ever see Matt refers him to a spot, it's because what you're planning a robbery. <laughs> Watch out! Apparently, it, it kind of brings me to the question: Does the NFL, if if allegations ring true, then does the NFL have a have a firearm issue? Like, uh, I mean, obviously, America has a firearm is issue different. allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> not alleged. Oh, you know what, Charlie? That's probably not too many guns. Too easy. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah these, I mean, these like, stories come out every like... year. Not necessarily to the extent of this Dunbar and Baker one, but the Ed Oliver that someone's intoxicated driving a car and has an unregistered firearm. I don't know how much yeah, of that you see, heard. We but... see a lot of... Slow the audio. Yeah, you're, you're... It's going. I know. Yeah. Is it back? Is it back now? Yeah, you, you, that whole segment was whack, mate. I couldn't hear a thing you were saying. You fucked uh, it, Slew. Right. You know what? We, it's not really came bad. out swinging oh, and Is whipping. it better now? Yeah, it's better. Yeah. Just do a clap and start. Yeah. For what point? That clap was clean just, as fuck. Good just... job redo the whole thing you just said about where, where you started the, talking like, just, I can't oh, okay. hear a thing you said alright it's cool I thought we meant the whole segment uh, no not yeah really just go from hi Joe yeah good to see you <laughs> again right. hi guys, do you want me to clap or everyone to clap <laughs> just you just you, clap. you to clap it's fine oh, Stan, got exa- Stan you can clap with if you want I got, I got excited I'll clap <laughs> you can you. clap if you want Stan <laughs> I mean, you don't need to right. I refuse to clap Three, two, one. Well, this sort of thing, it does happen to some extent every year. Not necessarily the to the extent of Dunbar and Baker, but with the Ed Oliver thing that someone's driving under the influence with an unregistered firearm in the car. Look, how often have we heard this story? And, and maybe he'll get a game suspension, yeah. maybe he'll find a week. Too often. Well, exactly, that's what I mean. It's, it's not new. We're saying, does the NFL have a firearm issue? The NFL has some sort of discipline issue, clearly. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess all mm. these all these athletes and stuff don't necessarily have anything to do. Um, and why not just take your gun out on the road? Uh, Should be isolating anyway. Why is he driving around drunk? Yeah, no, they yeah, honestly yeah, a lot. Yeah, some of the states. It was in Houston. It was in Houston. So if yeah, if it if it did happen, then like they they were allowed to. Go Boredom's out. not a good excuse to do something illegal. No, it's not illegal. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Houston, it wouldn't be illegal. Like you're allowed to go out. They're they're basically yeah. reopening now. Like well, Texas drinking is a lot more and lenient re- on the whole thing. No, I was more yeah, talk- obviously. I was more yeah, talking yeah, about driving under the influence. drink driving and how. I was going back to what what Slu said about yeah. why is he out anyway. But yeah, losing you poker. don't actually have to isolate there. That's that's why they're they they're being um, considered for a lot of the sort of sporting events as well. I wonder how shocked they'll be when they get a second wave. <laughs> what? <laughs> you mean we? You mean we should have been keeping further apart? Like the rest of the world. Oh, well, doesn't apply to America. Yeah, it doesn't. Doesn't apply to or America. Florida. Florida. If you are from America and listening, thanks yeah, so we do, we're well. not slating your rules or your <laughs> gun control or anything like that. We're just saying from a British point of view. Appreciate obviously, it, yeah. you do what you want, mate. We're all stuck in our tiny little houses with our bad teeth and our teeth. I wish I could so. just go you, you didn't have to go that far in the dark. The influence. I'm so bored. <laughs> Give me a gun. God. <laughs> Oh, no. God, but no, it's so please. boring. <laughs> yeah, imagine if I, I if imagine if our roadmen like Charles had guns. Like, imagine the guns. <laughs> I mean, I live in Streatham, and some of them God, do have some, guns. There are some places in London you yeah, shouldn't some go. Some of them do have guns. <laughs> no, I meant on like the on like the scale that they have in America, not just a few dodgy ones. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, it'd be, that it'd would fucked. be. 
I mean, some fair. of them have guns, but not assault rifles. That's the issue. Yeah, no, that's that's what I mean. Yeah. Anything called? Well, yeah. We're not we're not going to drop back into gun crime, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> You introduced but the I'm section. I'm just saying it's, it's a weird coincidence. I guess on on that note, Slu, John Jones, the UFC. Uh, well, it's not just a U- an NFL thing. It's it's a wider America thing because with the I don't know if you guys know about this, but John Jones, the brother of Chandler Jones, Arthur Jones, we love Chandler uh, Jones, UFC yeah. champion, got caught. Yeah, the like a few. This is like a month back, but he got caught during the height of like social isolation outside a strip club with like under the influence, like smoking loads of weed with like coke. Well, apparently. he's living his best life. Yeah, like you need to put the legend in here, Joe. Otherwise, I said apparently. So sued. Yeah, so with like narcotics in his car and stuff, and obviously under the influence with a gun that had just been like fired or something, um, according to the police report. Anyway, oh, it's not necessarily an NFL thing. It's just a wider. But I don't understand like everyone should just not be doing anything <laughs> yeah you don't need to do illegal stuff just because you're bored at home and you're not allowed to do yeah, other just things. get smashed like... and drive your car into a, a wall or something Opposite don't do that guys saying, anyone listening okay, if you're on the Joe. fence of listening yeah. to anything Joe says don't but yeah. <laughs> don't always err on the side of I don't you shouldn't do always that always err on the side of caution anyway like the opposite of a counsellor yeah I mean fair but anyway so uh, I guess one uh, the other thing we kind of wanted to mention is uh, the report came out in well I guess an article came out in Bleacher Report uh, on the 12th about everyone's favourite lizard man um, Sammy Watkins uh, so well he's certainly in my top five lizard he's got some <laughs> he's got some strange beliefs it seems yeah, after an interview after the Super Bowl uh, that Bleach Report had with him, he he said that he believes in demons. Um, after looking a lot into religious, ancient religious artifacts like Adam, Eve, and the snake, he was talking about the snake a lot and how that said like a dynamic. I believe the article said that he he looked too far into a religious. I'd argue as he well. did, because I think anyone who believes, you know, a, a, effectively a snake is a f- controlling you and you are actually a dinosaur. Uh, the, you don't, you, he doesn't think he is a dinosaur. He believes he may have been a dinosaur in a past life. Oh, fair, fair. So basically, I mean, you've got to try and. Um, there's, I think there's several aspects of overlapping, like religious belief that just all muddle together in what Sammy Watkins thinks. Like he seems to take aspects from like, you know, regrazism and everyone gets like reincarnated and stuff, and then crosses it with like fucking dinosaur or dragon shit. And then there's also a snake telling him what to do. Like it's. It's I like think Stan has read about Sammy Watkins really... does, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. camera's on a madness today. Yeah, the camera. All right, lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the demonic, uh, demonic souls taking over your computer. Mm. Yeah, in, um, yeah it's weird. Um, I mean, to be to be fair to Sammy Watkins, like, not to get really deep into like religious stuff, but dinosaurs. Uh, obviously, are America's a. a Dinosaurs are a thing. I'm not gonna. That, that's a fact, Joe. Don't just put a legend there or anything. That is true. But um, I was thinking more about you know how heavily Christian large parts of American America are, and that like the genuine genuine belief in like the existence of like Satan and shit like that. Like Sammy, what, what Sammy Watkins? Yeah, but also the existence of dinosaurs like, in America is genuinely heavily contested. So that's because some of them are fucking idiots, man. <laughs> like. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, some of them. Get, get you a man who could do both. He believes in Adam. Adam <laughs> 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 he believes he was a Amazing. T-Rex. That's what. Sammy Watkins unites Christianity and uh, science. Yeah, the, well, the mean, one. Is he like a Buddhist one. or something? Mm. He's, 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 a, he he's just Sammy Watkins. He's, to be a, he's in that middle ground, isn't he? He's a Where he's he's clearly <laughs> read a and double watched threat. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got into the other th- weird thing as well with him is that he um uh, this is i'm gonna this is something i heard on, on the left coast show but he, he he's apparently uh a lot of the things when obviously you hear about like players envisioning their games coming up um and a lot of yeah they do it to get in a certain mindset and sammy watkins envisions his games to a certain aspect where he'll go and say the amount of exact yards and touchdowns he'll get or other players in his team will get and for instance he had a few occasions last year where he was saying to tyreek hill you're going to score on this play and then he'd go score um he predicted that he was going to have exactly like 114 yards and two touchdowns that week he blew up in fantasy like before the game uh, to yeah, he liked his matchup. Yeah, liked yeah his matchup, but the, the exact yards is. It, I mean, there might be something about that's the dinosaur magic, thing and the demonic souls. That's, that's all crazy. I'm saying. Like, what's it, what's God, been starting been to make sense? While he was at the what's not being a dinosaur in a past um, life got to do with predicting your yardage for a game though? Like, I want to know where this all ties in. Um, he's just a higher being. He operates on a different level. Yeah. But yeah, it must have been really tough when he was at the Bills. How many yards are you going to get this week, Sammy? Zero. Well, we did not. mention how much he was struggling <laughs> at the Bills actually. In this article, and he he clearly has been going through some shit over the last yeah, few I mean, years, and it yeah. To be fair to him, it's like he's probably not in a, in a particularly great place if he's uh, feeding some of these things, especially like the stuff with the demons and stuff. Like, must be pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. On a on a deep one, and this to get really deep here, but it does sound almost go deep, Joe. Yeah, as someone who did psychology as Ooh. a degree, it does sound like it has something yeah, I mean this is God diagnose kind of, it from an article without having ever having spoken I would, to him no yeah but I would say just <laughs> from his claims and, and what he's saying that it, it sounds like symptoms of schizophrenia if mm. like just standing back from like someone who who's, like, studied it a little bit enough to enough to know what he's talking about <laughs> to an extent yeah <laughs> I guess so no, yeah. I, I, see what, I see what you're getting at Joe like yeah I mean it, 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 was, it was a bit of a bizarre I feel like there's quite a few characters in the NFL who just come out with like very, have very strange beliefs. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the trick is like when they're self-destructive and stuff like that. Like it felt like from reading that article that Sam Watkins has a lot of sort of anxiety and stuff. Yeah. In from sources that it must be quite tough for him. People channel. So I, I do feel ways, pretty to be honest. This is kind of yeah. Well, it's a lot. People forget like they're they're athletes, but they're you know they're people as well. They have to deal with a lot of pressure from a lot of different places and you know it 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 has a lot of you know mental exertion that it, that it puts on yeah people. imagine and people deal with that in good ways and people deal with that in bad ways and it would seem from an outside perspective that some of the ways that sammy watkins seems to deal with it don't seem particularly healthy and imagine like so for instance like with the uprise of fantasy football and everything like that you get um cases for example where Imagine you're you're at work for a week and you have a bit of a shit week, and someone uh, someone drops you oh, a I'm DM there. on Instagram saying, "How could you mess up those reports? You fucking cost me, bro. What the you fuck? Cost me five. I, had you in my I, I was gonna, <laughs> gonna win this week against uh, Bishonator, but I've been absolutely crushed by, by Karen from accounting. Oh God. <laughs> but, 
That would be amazing, actually. Like, just on a side note, can you imagine if you did have fantasy office, office just like fantasy. every day? Yeah, admin, admin fantasy. Mate, you've smashed that that HR report. <laughs> like I've destroyed my camera. Oh, do you do a points per report? Do you do PPR points per report though, or is it actually <laughs> gonna be yeah, <laughs> substantial yeah, documentation? Yeah. <laughs> oh damn! I've got slew and it's it's invoice week. <laughs> Fuck, that's a great matchup. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have so much workload. Well, I know they're I gonna Matt's feed got him two sales pitches this week, so I don't know. <laughs> it really depends. Oh, He's got He's a not really a clutch, project that's due at the end of the though. week. <laughs> uh, anyway. Can I trust it? Yeah, the problem, the good thing about Stan is that he can do reports and he gets involved in marketing, so he could he could score Bam. in two ways. Double threat. Put Double him in threat. the flex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I guess that's that's all we had to get through this week. But uh, and we got through it. We did. Well, us. We did. I'd I'd like to take a minute here to sit right here and tell you all about why you should click subscribe on to us on YouTube. Uh, give us a like and possibly comment down below if you're watching our faces because it really helps possibly. the YouTube algorithm and we'd absolutely love that. On the other note, uh, follow us on on Instagram and twitter at the dropback follow us on our facebook group the dropback uk Oops. Uh, <laughs> everyone, everyone point in different directions for when joe puts the little things up <laughs> yeah over here and over here <laughs> yeah so nice. you can you can also uh keep up to date with whenever we do post articles on the dropback.com you can also look at the podcast there it we we have a link tree where you can look on instagram click to see whatever you want to do it we're on apple podcast spotify wherever you listen to your podcast however you do it listen to us i've been your host joe i've been sam i've been matt i've been stan but you can't see me anymore because my camera's i can't wait i was just thinking i can't wait to see what you morph into stan to be honest like with all the the shiny colors and stuff it's like when you used to watch like we used to listen to music on your laptop and it'd have like the light show (laughs) i'm voting he he goes into a t-rex yeah, I'm, I'm personally going to hope so. Yeah. Nice. Peace. Bye. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo.